ان الحمد لله نحمده ونستعينه ونستغفره ونعوذ بالله من شرور انفسنا وسيئات اعمالنا من يهده الله فلا مضل له ومن يضلل فلا هادي له واشهد ان لا اله الا الله وحده لا شريك له واشهد ان محمدا عبده ورسوله يا ايها الذين امنوا اتقوا الله حق تقاته ولا تموتن الا وانتم مسلمون يا ايها الناس اتقوا ربكم الذي خلقكم من نفس واحده وخلق منها زوجها وبث منهما رجالا كثيرا ونساء واتقوا الله الذي تساءلون به والارham ان الله كان عليكم رقيبا يا ايها الذين امنوا اتقوا الله وقولوا قولا سديدا يصلح لكم اعمالكم ويغفر لكم ذنوبكم ومن يطع الله ورسوله فقد فاز فوزا عظيما اما بعد فان اصدق الحديث كتاب الله وخير الهدي هدي محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم وشر الأمور محدثاتها وكل محدثة بدعة وكل بدعة ضلالة وكل ضلالة في النار فيا عباد الله from the affairs which are important to mention that every Muslim needs to recognize especially in this time where all of the news and all of the announcements and all of what you read and hear is about the virus that is spreading across the world so there are important guidelines for all of us as muslims to understand so we will mention some of those guidelines today guidelines that the scholars the ulama have mentioned regarding these types of issues. So one of the scholars he mentioned, هَذِهِ وَصَايَا نَافِعَةُ أُذَكِّرُ بِهَا بِمُنَاصَبَةِ مَخَاوِفِ النَّاسِ فِي هَذِهِ الْأَيَّامِ مِنَ الْوَبَاءِ الْمُسَمَّى كُرُونَا That these are some useful advices some useful advice, beneficial advice that I will remind everyone with at this time when people have become afraid of this virus that is spreading by the name of Corona. Nas'alullah Azza wa Jal an yarfa'a anna wa'an al-Muslimina aynama kanu kulla dhurrin wa bala' وأن يكشف عنا الشدة وأن يحفظنا أجمعين بما يحفظ به عباده الصالحين إنه ولي ذلك والقادر عليه that we ask Allah سبحانه وتعالى to remove from us and from the Muslims wherever they may be any hardship, any harm, any calamity or affliction and that he removes from us the difficulties and that he preserves us 
and guards us as Allah guards and preserves his righteous servants. So from amongst the types of advice to remember in these types of circumstances, firstly, the different types of dua that a Muslim can make, the different types of dua that a Muslim can and should make at these times or before the calamity even comes to you. Ma yuqal qabla nuzul al-bala' What do you say before the calamity afflicts you? It is mentioned in a hadith عن عثمان بن عفان رضي الله عنه قال سمعت رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم يقول من قال بسم الله الذي لا يضر مع اسمه شيء في الأرض ولا في السماء وهو السميع العليم ثلاث مرات لم تصبه فجأة بلاء حتى يصبح ومن قالها حين يصبح ثلاث مرات لم تصبه فجأة بلاء حتى يمسي In this hadith of Uthman ibn Affan رضي الله عنه he said I heard the messenger of Allah صلى الله عليه وسلم say that whomsoever says بسم الله الذي لا يضر مع اسمه شيء في الأرض ولا في السماء وهو السميع العليم that in the name of Allah the one whom no one can be harmed along with his name nothing by that which is in the earth no in the sky and he is the all hearing the all knowledgeable in the name of Allah by whom no harm can occur with his name in this earth and in the heavens and he is the all-hearing the all-knowledgeable bismillah meaning that you are seeking aid and assistance in allah so this is a dua which is mentioned and it says to say it three times and whomsoever says it three times then that individual will not be overcome by any sudden affliction. Will not be overcome by any sudden affliction. Man qalaha thalatha marrat lam tusibhu fajatu bala'in hatta yusbih. That he will not be overcome by a sudden affliction until the morning. Wa man qalaha hina yusbih thalatha marrat. And the one who says it in the morning, when he awakens three times, لم تصبه فجأة بلاء حتى يمسي. Then no sudden affliction will overcome him until the evening. So to say that dua in the morning and to say it in the evening, three times in the morning, three times in the evening. Also, الإكثار من قوله لا إله إلا أنت سبحانك إني كنت من الظالمين. This supplication is also something that the Muslim should be accustomed to. That there is no deity worthy of worship in truth 
except you glorified, removed, far removed from any deficiencies and indeed I am from the wrongdoers. This is the dua which was mentioned and it is stated in a hadith awrada hadithan anin nabiy sallallahu alayhi wasallam qal da'watu dhinun if da'a biha wa huwa fi batnil hut la ilaha illa ant subhanaka inni kuntu minal zalimin lam yad'u biha rajulun fi shay'in qattu illa istajaba Allahu la that the dua that Yunus السلام, made when he was in the, the stomach of the whale, that there is no deity worthy of worship in truth except you, glorified and free from any deficiencies. Indeed, I was from the wrongdoers. The one who makes this dua, then it will be answered by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. قال العلامة ابن القيم رحمه الله فما دفعت شدائد الدنيا بمثل التوحيد ولذلك كان دعاء الكرب بالتوحيد ودعوة ذنون التي ما دعا بها مكروب إلا فرج الله كربه بالتوحيد ابن القيم said that the difficulties of this world are not taken away by anything more powerful than Tawheed. And that's why the dua of the one who is in difficulty, he makes the dua upon the Tawheed of Allah. Then that is what will take him out of that difficulty. Just like Yunus made that dua, so the one in any affliction and calamity makes this dua, then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala removes that individual from that difficulty. Ibn al-Qayyim continued, فَلَا يُلْقِي فِي الْكُرَبِ الْعِظَامِ إِلَّا الشِّرْكِ That the cause of falling into these great afflictions is shirk. وَلَا يُنْجِي مِنْهَا إِلَّا التَّوْحِيدِ And nothing saves a person from them except Tawheed. فَهُوَ مَفْزَعُ الْخَلِيقَةِ وَمَلْجَأُهَا وَحِسْنُهَا وَغِيَاثُهَا وَبِاللَّهِ التَّوْفِيقِ So this Tawheed, singling out Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala with all of your forms of worship, with your dua, that is what will bring the Savior or the salvation for a person from those difficulties. Similarly, from the du'as that are mentioned, Su'alullah, or before that, that a person makes the du'a when leaving his home. When leaving your home, when exiting from your homes, then you make the du'a. The du'a which is mentioned in the sunnah, in the hadith of Anas ibn Malik, رضي الله عنه أن النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم قال إذا خرج الرجل من بيته فقال When a person leaves his house and says بسم الله In the name of Allah توكلت على الله 
I put my trust in Allah. La hawla wa la quwwata illa billah. There is no might nor power except by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Qal, yuqalu hina idhin. He said, then at that time it is said, yuqalu hina idhin, huditah wa kufitah wa wuqitah. In this hadith of Anas, we are told of the dua that you are supposed to read when leaving your homes. The Prophet said that when a man leaves his house and says in the name of Allah that I put my trust in Allah, and there is no might, no power except by Allah. Then it is said, you have been guided and you have been sufficed and you have been protected. And the shayateen, they turn away from him. So another shaitan says, what are you going to do with a person who has been guided and sufficed and protected? Meaning that the shayateen cannot do anything to him. The one who makes this dua, when leaving his home. Similarly, from the dua that a person can make, Su'alullah al-'afiyah sabahi wal Asking Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for good health and safety and protection in the morning and in the evening. It is mentioned on Abdullah ibn Umar radiyallahu anhu qal, لم يكن رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم يدعو هؤلاء الدعوات حين يصبح وحين يمسي. That the Prophet صلى الله عليه وسلم never used to leave these particular du'as in the morning or in the evening. But he would say, اللهم إني أسألك العافية في الدنيا والآخرة. That oh Allah, I ask you for good health and goodness in this uh, world and in the afterlife. Allahumma inni as'aluka al-'afwa wal-'afiyah that oh Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala I ask you for pardon and for good health in my religion and in my worldly affairs and in my family wa ahli wa mali in my wealth and then the dua continues Allahumma astur awrati wa amin raw'ati اللهم احفظني من بين يدي ومن خلفي وعن يميني وعن شمالي ومن فوقي وأعوذ بعظمتك أن أغتال من تحتي. The dua continues that you ask Allah subhanahu wa taala to protect you from that which is before you or behind you or to the right of you, to the left of you, above you or below you. That you ask Allah subhanahu wa taala. For protection from the affairs afflicting you. Similarly, in these times, generally a Muslim should be upon a lot of dua. Kathratud dua. An ibn Umar radiallahu anhu qal, qala Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, man futiha lahu minkum babu dua, futihat lahu abwabu al-rahma. Wa ma su'ila Allahu shay'a, yani ahabba ilayhi, Min an yus'ala al-'afiyah. That the one who has the door to dua opened up to him. 
he makes the dua, then there is nothing more beloved to Allah that he makes the dua for other than good health and being in that state of goodness in his body, in his health and safety and protection. This is the best of the du'as that Allah loves it mentions in this narration. So the one whom the du'a is opened up to, then the doors to mercy are opened up for him. Similarly, tawaqqi al-mawadi' allati fiha al-waba' to keep yourself protected from the places where an outbreak may occur or may be. عن عبد الله بن عامر رضي الله عنهما أن عمر رضي الله عنه خرج إلى الشام فلما كان بصرغ بلغه أن الوباء قد وقع بالشام فأخبره عبد الرحمن بن عوف أن رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم قال إذا سمعتم به بأرض فلا تقدموا عليه وإذا وقع بأرض وأنتم بها there is a narration where Umar ibn al-Khattab was heading out to Sham. On the way, he heard that there is an outbreak, a plague which had occurred in Sham. So then Abdurrahman ibn Auf mentioned to him that the Prophet said, if you hear of a land where the plague has occurred, then do not go to it. And if the plague occurs in the land where you are, then do not try to leave and flee from it. If it happens where you are, then stay. And if it happens somewhere else, then do not go to it. So these are all from the affairs. Similarly, the final affair that can be mentioned here, Sana'i'ul Ma'roof wa Badhul Ihsan. عن أنس رضي الله عنه قال قال رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم صنائع المعروف تقي مصارع السوء والآفات والهلكات وأهل المعروف في الدنيا هم أهل المعروف في الآخرة that the doing of good actions of goodness of the mannerisms and etiquettes and of good behavior and good dealings and righteousness one to another, then all of that type of goodness, it is from the means of the difficulties and afflictions and calamities and evils being removed from a person. Ibn al-Qayyim, rahimahullah ta'ala mentioned, وَمِنْ أَعْظَمِ عِلَاجَاتِ الْمَرَضِ فِعْلُ الْخَيْرِ وَالْإِحْسَانِ وَالذِّكْرِ وَالدُّعَاءِ وَالتَّذَرُّعِ وَالْإِبْتِهَالُ إِلَى اللَّهِ وَالتَّوْبَةِ وَلِهَذِهِ الْأُمُورِ تَأْثِيرٌ فِي دَفْعِ الْعِلَلِ وَحُصُولِ الشِّفَاءِ وَأَعْظَمُ مِنَ الْأَدْوِيَةِ الطَّبِيعِيَّةِ وَلَكِنْ بِحَسَبِ اسْتِعْدَادِ النَّفْسِ وَقَبُولِهَا وَعَقِيدَتِهَا فِي ذَلِكَ وَنَفْعِهِ Ibn al-Qayyim mentioned that from the greatest of the cures to illness is doing righteous actions that a Muslim continues upon good and righteous actions and upon the remembrance of Allah and upon dua and upon submission before Allah because and tawbah, repenting to Allah and all of these things, they have an impact 
on removing those diseases or illnesses and bringing about cure and they are greater in their impact than natural medicines but this will only occur for the one who has the sound belief the one who has his tawakkul upon Allah and recognizes that there is not a disease except that Allah has sent for it a cure except death <coughs> الحمد لله رب العالمين والصلاة والسلام على أشرف الأنبياء والمرسلين نبينا محمد على آله وصحبه أجمعين فيا عباد الله regarding this outbreak which has occurred that which has been labeled as a pandemic now the scholars have given advice regarding it the major scholars have given advice regarding it هيئة كبار العلماء they gave a statement a couple of days ago in this advice in this statement they mentioned a few points the first point is that anybody whom Allah has decreed that they are infected with the virus if Allah decrees that a person is infected with the virus then that person must not come to the mosque this is from the scholars, the major scholars. If you are definitely infected with the virus by the, degree, by the decree of Allah, then to not attend the congregational prayer in the mosque or the Jum'ah in the mosque, but to stay away and to pray at home and to pray Dhuhr instead of the Jum'ah until you are cured. The second point they mentioned, if a person has been told by the relevant authorities, the medical authorities, that you need to isolate or self-isolate, as they say. If you need to do that, and they've told you to do that, then the scholars, they said, you must do that. And you must stay away from the masjid as well, and stay away from the Jum'ah until you finish your isolation. They say to you sometimes now, you must self-isolate stay away from outside from people from gatherings until the virus is cured within you if you are told to do that then you must do that and it is not permissible for you to come to the masjid in that situation until your isolation finishes and the third point that they mentioned if a person has not been infected and he has not been told to isolate or anything but he is a person who is vulnerable, as they say, meaning a person who is maybe very old because they say that the ones who are very old are more likely to be affected by this disease and to become very ill by this disease. So if somebody is very old maybe and they have a greater chance of being afflicted and being harmed, by the disease or if somebody has other medical conditions maybe somebody has some respiratory conditions some lung conditions some heart conditions other types of medical conditions which makes you more of a problem for the disease to come to you it makes a bigger problem for that person in those types of situations somebody who is at threat is at threat from this virus causing great harm upon you 
then you are allowed, the scholar said, to miss the masjid for a while until the virus it comes down, until the authorities then downgrade the affair. A person who is vulnerable, elderly, or has other respiratory problems, has lung problems, has medical problems, even if you don't have this coronavirus, some the scholars have said you are allowed to stay away until it clears. This does not mean that anybody should panic. It does not mean that we panic over this affair. The reality is, as they have mentioned, that the vast majority of people, majority of people who catch it, it is nothing more than a cold or a flu. And you will recover, inshallah ta'ala. But there are some who are elderly, who have other medical problems, may have more of a problem with this disease. That's why the major scholars, they mentioned this two days ago. If you are infected, you've been told you're infected, then you do not come to the masjid until you are healthy again. And if you are told to isolate, self-isolate, then you must do that and not come to the masjid. And if you fear a great threat upon yourself because you are old or you have other medical problems, that this disease could cause you a great problem, then you are also allowed to miss. Other people though, Alhamdulillah, for those who are healthy and well and there is no issue, then you take the precautions that they have mentioned, that the medics have mentioned, the washing and the hygiene and all those things, and you attend the masjid as normal, and you come to the jama'ah and the jum'ah as normal, for those who do not have any one of those three reasonings. So bear this in mind, it is something to take into consideration. A person who has any signs of coughing, of fever, then the scholars are now telling you, not just the doctors, the scholars too. If you have these signs, then be careful and do not come to the masjid. Go and get them checked and find out what is occurring. And that is better for yourself and for the community. Even though the young and the healthy may not be affected too much, but those who have medical problems, those who are old, it will affect them more. So that's why the scholars, they gave this advice. So bear that in mind. But those who are fit and healthy, like we said, then there is no reason to stop. You continue coming. You continue in the jama'ah. You continue in the jama'ah. And you take the safeguards of the hygiene and the washing as they have mentioned. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala protect us all and keep us safe and healthy. Wa sallallahu ala nabiyyina Muhammad. Akhim salah.